have to ask you this just finally I need an answer we've talked about this a million times I've talked about this with nutritionists I've talked about this with my 14 year old daughter who's the healthiest person I know is fruit good for you or bad for you everyone says oh it turns into fructose which is sugar and blah 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 it's like carbs it's like eating wonder bread it's like having a twinkie I can't believe eating a strawberry or a blackberry is like eating a twinkie so once and for all and you've given me an answer before and we've just been walking in the street is fruit good for you or bad for you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess that's the end of that podcast. Pre-roll. Uh, fruit. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by... So first of all, Casper I don't mattresses. know if you know this, but Twinkies actually are fruit. So don't disparage Twinkies. You know, they. I know for a fact, by the way, they've all changed right. their formula in the past 20 years. Because I used to like Twinkies, and now I don't. All right. And I feel like there's a little more artificial stuff going on there. All right, so here's what I would say. If you were to ask me the question, which you did... I would say that there is a great variety in nutritional value and especially the glycemic load. So nutritional value you want high, glycemic load you want low of different fruits. And there are fruits that some people claim to have strong antioxidant value, which is a a little bit of a deeper nut to crack. Um, Speaking of which, nuts are, you know, pretty awesome to eat. Except peanuts are not nuts. Yeah, peanuts are legumes, but they still have the um, many of the good properties. Are of coconuts nuts? nuts? Uh, I don't believe a coconut is a nut. It has the word nut in it. Have you ever seen a, how a cashew grows? you ever seen what the outside of a cashew looks like? So no. bizarre. Cashew is one of those foods that like coffee and a few other things that I just, it strikes me as so weird that people figured out how to eat them, how to pick them roast them, cure them, whatever they had to do, and peel them and eat them. I I didn't know that. Yeah, so anyway, so here's the bottom line. By the way, I'm going to say coconuts are nuts, but go ahead. Okay, you you might be right for all I know. You want me to look it up? Yeah, someone look it up. Coconut is not a botanical nut. It is classified as a fruit, even though the Food and Drug Administration recognizes coconut as a tree nut. Okay, so if the food and... If the FDA says it's something then you're almost guaranteed to know that it's the opposite. But I like how the I like the fact that we could actually send a rocket ship to the moon, but we don't know <laughs> if a coconut is a nut or a fruit. Like esteemed sources have no idea whether it's a fruit or a nut. And we'll actually go as far as to classify it as both. But okay, are fruits good? Yeah, so um so the bottom line is most fruits are pretty good. Most fruits are pretty good, especially when eaten as whole fruit. In other words, once you, you know, turn it into juice, you're getting more just the sugar without the other stuff. Um, but also there's a huge variance in... Uh, so you're saying in, juicing might be bad, like that might be a scam. Well, I'm not saying juicing might be a scam, um, but um, especially the kind of uh, fruit, uh, sweet fruits that a lot of people like to use in juice. Like if you drink a whole bunch of apple juice, which you might think is healthy because apples are great... In fact, you're mostly drinking very sugary water, depending, of course, on on what kind of um, apple you use. So here's an example. The most commonly consumed apple in America, I believe, is the Golden Delicious now. I think That's it used to one? be the Red Delicious. No, Golden meaning yellow. Red uh, Delicious is the red one. I never even saw a yellow apple. Shows you how much You've I never seen apples. a yellow apple? Really? Yeah, That's I don't really. All right, so you're, I don't go to the supermarket. You're a good audience for this spiel then because you plainly know nothing, so I, I can say nothing. anything and you're going to believe it to be true. Um, but I'm dying to know because I want to eat nutritiously. All right, so all you got to do is find yourself some kind of cheat sheet. It might be in a book. There's a great book that I really would recommend called Eating on the Wild Side 
by Joe Robinson, who's not a scientist. She's an investigative journalist, who, but who she read all the scientific papers on this stuff, much of which are contested, I should say. But the bottom line is you don't want much sugar in your diet. That's the bottom line. And some fruits have a lot of sugar. Why? Like what? Because they've been bred to be sweet because humans like sweet. So, for instance, if you're in the apple realm— if you look at the difference in glycemic load or glycemic index, whatever, between a red delicious or a golden delicious apple, very, very sweet apples that have been bred for many, many, many generations to be as big and sweet as possible. Compare those to like a wild apple or even like a commercial apple like a Granny Smith that's much tarter. Are those green? Are they, those are, are they, they do happen to be green. So Granny Smith is probably, I think, the most nutritional, uh, co- widely commercial apple, widely available commercial apple in the United States, simply because it has not been bred to have a whole lot of sugar. So something like watermelon or green grapes have very, have a whole lot of sugar and not a ton of nutritional content. Something like berries tend to be better, but also the difference between a wild berry and a cultivated berry, which has been cultivated to have more sugar, more taste, you're always going to get a better, I'm, I'm careful how to phrase this because again, I don't know the science, but I've read the science. You're always going to do better for your body by having less sugar intake. So if you have the choice between a handful of wild berries and a handful of um, big, fat, cultivated sweet berries, the wild berries are going to be better. If, however, you have the choice between a big, fat handful of cultivated sweet blueberries and, let's say, green grapes or some uh, golden delicious apple, the berries will be better. That's in a nutshell. So, okay, so... There, and and why is it better? Because there's more meat and other nutrients compared to the sugar, so you're weighing the pros and cons, essentially? I guess that's about right. And so here's the question. So clearly then there's a spectrum of fruit. But let's say you're going to eat the worst possible fruit, like, I don't know, a, a ginormous blackberry that's been bred to be sweet. Compare that to, like, anything else with sugar, any processed food with sugar. Is there a huge difference or a small difference? Mm, Not as much a difference as you think. So like dried fruit, for instance, which I love. Like like, raisins? Yeah, raisins, figs. I mean, think about it. It's concentrated sugar. You eat dried figs? Love dried figs. I love fresh figs. I have never heard of anyone eating a fig outside of a Fig Newton. Like if if you have a fig outside the house (laughs) of a cookie cracker, I have never heard of that. You've heard of it now. We'll dig even deeper into this question of the day right after this. On Rana and Beverly, we like to ask our guests the tough questions. Fine. How old were you when your parents got divorced? His brother's ways uh, raised him. Like nine. Did you yeah. see them date other people? Did you walk in on them with other people? I never married? walked in. Okay. Thank God. Are they Thank remarried, God. each of them? No. Can one. I ask you a question? Yeah. Were um, your breasts and her breasts the same size? When you saw a woman of that age without her clothes on, did you think... That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was, or I did was you only think? impressed. I didn't know there were any black people in Colorado. Is that true? Yeah, it's a decent amount. Can you imagine the muscle on muscle in the bedroom for the two of them? Like, okay. very acrobatic. Okay. Listen to Rana and Beverly today on Earwolf.com, Howl, or your favorite podcast app. I grew up eating dried figs and Ugh. loving them. And then only so, later did I realize that they didn't come that way and that they actually came plump like a little plum, and I love figs. So, so basically there's— Also there's, great for cooking—I mean, great for salads. You slice them really thin. They're beautiful. I mean, essentially, raisin is a dead grape. So you're saying a dead grape, no good. I'm saying a, a dead grape is uh, is got a pretty concentrated sugar. 
And so you shouldn't eat them by the bushel. All right, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I seem to remember you and I had a conversation once outside of this podcast. We were walking in the street, and you said there was some kind of lining around the sugar in a fruit that makes it digest differently in your body. And again, I'm being totally stupid, naive. I'm looking to you as an expert. I don't think I said that. Again, I'm uncomfortable being the expert because I think that is stupid (laughs) to assume I'm the expert. As I understand it from people who do know the science, there are advantages to eating fruit in its entirety as opposed to, like I said, especially juice because um, the amount of sugar is less uh, bad when it's in um, the construct of the whole complexity of the fruit itself, whether that's cellulose or whatever, I don't know anything about the cellular makeup of it, but I do know that the people who do know that make that argument. Okay, so here's the other argument. So here, so Also, you know what's an interesting thing to look into, though, that I don't know? So a lot of people think that eating raw is like the best way to go, right? And this is one of those things that like makes so much sense the minute you hear it, like the raw food movement. I think really appealed to people because what could be healthier than eating raw? But as it turns out, there's a very— It's hard to digest raw food. There's a very compelling argument. That's right. So there's a very compelling argument that um, the way that humans evolved to be essentially what we are today is primarily because we learned to cook. And the reason that that was so important is, like you said, in order to eat enough raw food to really fuel your whole system, it's a lot of food and you're having to work really, really hard to eat and digest all that food, and cooking actually creates nutritional value by breaking down blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Essentially, right? we outsource the hard part of digestion to fire. Wasn't that good of fire for we, us? We, it was a great... And fire had that in purpose, and it was also the first time in history and in uh, a single species, like one person in a species, could like just destroy an entire forest with fire. That's an interesting point. It's, so, it was also helpful, I think, in early uh, highway accidents to mark the spot of the accident when they uh, were coming yes, by with the flare. on the square wheels. Who, who would right? have thought when they first <laughs> invented fire? But okay, so here's... here's oh, the, sorry. So, so my tangent was going to say, I assume that raw fruit, the eating fruit as it you know comes off a tree or bush, whatever, is in its most valuable nutritional form. But I have no idea if that's actually true because um, there are some foods, tomatoes, for instance, are said to be more nutritional in a cooked form because— Like a pizza. Like a, it's funny you say like a pizza because lycopene is the thing in tomato that is changed, released something somehow when you cook it. And therefore, like tomato paste is considered actually a health food. So yeah, pizza. That's so, why pizza's so great. Here's also what I've heard about fruit. Uh, this was told to me by... Where are you hearing all this stuff about fruit? Okay, so this latest one... People just was, walk up to you on the street, you get yes. your $2 bill. Well, because I'm really... Let me tell you about fruit, James Altucher. Because I'm really curious. I want to eat well. So so this was told to me by Jesse Itzler on my podcast. Who's uh, Jesse Itzler? He um, wrote the book Living with a Seal. He had a seal live with him for 31 days. Uh, an um, animal seal or a Navy seal? Navy seal to kind of get him into shape. And uh, It'd be fun to he, have he also, both kinds of seals live with you and see which one you learn more from. He, he also owns the Atlanta Hawks. He's he's done a couple things in life, but he also was recommending to me um, nothing but fruit until noon. And his reasoning was, and I don't know if this is true or not, fruit is the only food that bypasses the stomach on the way to being digested. So it requires less energy to digest. Hmm. So you have more energy in the afternoon if you start off your day with Interesting. fruit. No idea if that's true. But it does parallel my uh, personal diet, which is no food except coffee before noon. Really? And and But then don't, won't you get exhausted by like noon or one o'clock? Like don't you need food? I get hungry. Yeah. If that's what you mean by exhausted. So it's two, also, it's, it's two o'clock right now. Have you had lunch? I did. What'd you eat? 
I had um, a, I ordered from a Japanese restaurant, the same Japanese restaurant where you and I sometimes order in from when we're playing backgammon. And I had a sashimi salad, a sashimi watercress salad. So it was just watercress, which is one of my favorite. God, why why do some people just naturally eat healthy? Like I, it's like hard work for can me I, to can order I tell you something? a salad. All right, so I will. T- so I'm not the healthiest eater, but I, I I eat relatively healthy. But I will tell you, I did grow up with a mom who was a health nut long before it was fashionable. And even though she made and bought and we grew a lot of food that I absolutely hated, so we were the kids with the sandwiches at school on homemade whole wheat bread with sprouts and some bargain tuna fish sandwich. Horrible. But I will say this. um, My mom taught me and all my siblings a lot about eating and nutrition that I'm honestly, even though I went through the period where like when I went to college, like I can order a cheesesteak, I can pick up the phone and have them have a cheesesteak here in 15 minutes and just give them a piece of paper that's money in exchange. That is awesome because I came from a place where we were growing and making our food. So, so, but I'm grateful now because I feel like I did learn to. Um, yeah, I, I, I like good food, but I, I eat plenty of junk. So, what did we conclude? F- fruit, good or not? I eat no fr- uh, nothing but fruit until noon. And by, so, by the way, I include avocado in that. So I'll have fruit and avocados because avocado. I have no fruit. idea if this f- no, nothing but fruit. That sounds like one of the. I mean, there are probably 150. F- no blank until or before blank maxims you can go no white with at night no white at night you have, and you've probably done 149 of them so here's what i would say when given the choice between fruit and blank that fruit is probably a better option in moderation but it depends on the blank and the moderation is important and as a totally tangential note for listeners who might be looking for something to gain from this, having nothing. So, all right. So, I've already recommended this book, "Eating on the Wild Side," which I think is really good by Joe Robinson. Joe Robinson, J O. But there is um, a documentary film I'm in the middle of that is really fun to watch. It's called "Fear No Fruit," and it's not really about fruit itself or the nutritional value of. It's about this now 90 year old woman named Frida. I want to say her name is Frida Kaplan, but I may be wrong. Who was the First and only woman for many years on the Los Angeles Produce Market Exchange, whatever it is, down at the docks. And she, not single-handedly, but close to it, well, she started a company that was basically a fruit importer and marketer. So she was one of the people who was responsible for bringing to America the kiwi fruit and on and on, all these different things. And it's an amazing story about, you know, all these things you look around at life, at these inventions and products and stuff. And, you know, we take them for granted. We live in this unbelievable cornucopia of abundance. And this is a story about this one now little old lady who really took it upon herself to 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 get into this business and, and sell it hard. It was really hard. She was one of the only women in it. And she's trying to persuade these supermarket owners to carry, you know, shiitake mushrooms and dragon fruit and, and kiwis. And, and it's really neat. And it certainly makes you want to eat more fruit. Well, I have to say, Stephen, I'm really impressed with one thing you just said. Fruit? No, cornucopia in a sentence. (laughs) Well, I'm no ultra-crepidarianist, but uh, I know a couple things. We've got another great question on tap for next time. Take a listen. I'm a 22-year-old desperate girl. You are not. It's coming from the World Wide Web, Triple W. I'm a 22-year-old desperate girl. I have no money, no job, no college degree. Do you have any advice or book recommendation about how to start a business or anything that will make me progress, especially financially? Mm. 